Welcome to the Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts Dr. Lawrence Tam, Dr. Damian Kristoff, and Dr. Brett Hill. Welcome to the Wellness Guys. I'm Dr. Lawrence Tam. And I'm Dr. Damien Christoph. And I'm Dr. Brett Hill. And this is the Wellness Guys Show, a weekly show dedicated to bringing wellness into your lives. And gentlemen, today, this is one of my favorite topics. We're going to be talking a lot about this. You know, we're going to talk about something that has, I think, for me anyways, personally, has um, created a great success for my life. And, uh, I, and I continually do it on a regular basis. And we're going to be talking about having vision and a sense of purpose in life. And um, I think it's going to be one of those great topics for everybody. It might sound a bit, you know, wishy-washy for some people, but I think it's one of the stepping stones in really creating a great purpose, not just in your life, but also in terms of your health. This is what we're going to be talking about, health and wellness. What about you? What about you guys? Have you guys had to create visions and purpose in your lives? Yeah, totally. Absolutely. It's interesting because um, if you think this is wishy-washy, you probably need to do it. So it's it's one of those things that uh, will sort you out, straighten your life out, get you on the straight and narrow. It's pretty good. I um, I remember being challenged by um, a mentor of mine to write down a hundred goals before I started practicing chiropractic, and um, I wrote them down, and I revisited those goals um, twelve months later. hadn't even hadn't done anything else except write them down, you know, express them, get them out of my head, put them on, on paper. And I achieved over 80% of them without even thinking about it. It was just one of those things, getting it out. So this sort of thing, what we're talking about today, being on purpose, establishing a vision, um, it rings true to me. What about you, Bredo? Yeah, definitely. And I reckon this one is so important because it's kind of the the guide for everything else we talk about. Like when we talk about all our wellness stuff and how you eat and how you exercise and all of those sort of things, well, you know, laying down the vision to start with is what's going to guide your direction when you start thinking about how you want to exercise and what sort of foods you want to eat and where you want to go in your life. If If you've got that vision, if you've got that kind of roadmap to start with, then you're going to be so much more efficient at doing all those other things and it's going to make all those other decisions so much easier, give you so much more direction about where you want to go in your life and how you want to set up your health and wellness going Mm. forwards for the rest of your life. So I already see this as being kind of the core of everything else that kind of adds on top of it. So it's a really important topic. It's sort of like, you know, I'm ready to head on a plane tomorrow for my 10-year anniversary for a big trip and that's uh, my wife and, and my family celebrating. And it's like sort of having a vision and purpose for me is sort of having a destination, somewhere to go. And um, if you don't know where you're going to go, it's almost like getting on a plane and the pilot just says to you, we're not sure where we're going to go, but we're just going to fly until we run out of fuel. You know, and that vision and purpose really gives you that direction and a purpose and direction for that trip or that plane and your journey of your life. And uh, and that vision and purpose changes all the time. And like you said, Demo, you know, when I was a, when I was back in chiropractic college, I did the same thing. I was in a mastermind group and I wrote down my goals. And you know, it's amazing what I thought I could was going to be my life goals and achievement. Um, I actually accomplished most of them within three years. Uh, without even thinking about it. And I went it's amazing. Back. It's, it's just, you know, when you put it down on a piece of paper, and I didn't, it's just amazing what comes out when you just write things down and get it out of your head and um, put them down. So let's talk about um, regards to, you know, vision. Where, where do we start? What, what is the, you know, why bother with this massive vision for yourself? Are we talking, you know, let's talk more within health and wellness. Do we create a vision for ourselves and see a betterment of ourselves? Or how do you guys suggest on how we can uh, really create that, purpose how do you suggest our audience to do that you go brett eh? well the, the simplest way to do it i think and the way i tend to think about it is 
I just sit down and I think, you know, if I could have whatever I wanted, if I could do whatever I wanted, if I could be whatever I wanted, you know, if there was no limitations there, if there was no fear there, if there was no, you know, worry there, what would I actually do? What would I be? What would I have? Um, so, you know, that's really where I start looking at it. Is I just think, you know, in, a, in an absolute perfect ideal world, what would my life actually look like? Where would I be? What, what sort of work would I do? You know, what would I do in my day-to-day life? What would I do for fun? What would I have for toys? You know, in each of the different areas of your life, so it's really useful to start thinking about in each of those different areas of your life, be it relationships, be it work, be it your social life, be it your sport, be it your family, you know, whatever it happens to be, think about each of those different areas of your life and think, okay, in an ideal world, if I wasn't, you know, scared of what would happen, if I wasn't worried about what I know or what I don't know or how hard it's going to be to do, what would I, what would I have in an absolute ideal world? And I think that's the kind of the building block of it. You start, start there and then um, and then work from there. And there's a few steps you can do to start getting you a bit closer to that. But does that make sense to you guys, yeah. Damo? Yeah, I think it's I think it's really important. One of the things, um, and I'll just chuck this in here because I know that this, you know, really Lawrence just does this so well. So I'd like him to, you know, really tackle this whole one for the most of the night. Actually, I want to listen to how Lawrence does everything because I like to learn from Lawrence with this sort of stuff. It's it's crucial. But one of the things that um, that I've found is that you know, and in many businesses where they're looking for rapid growth or they're looking to move people into different levels or whatever, um, and you certainly see this throughout the multi-level marketing world, is that they, they ask you to dream big. And so they want you to dream so big so that you, you picture so much about what you're actually after. So one of the things I do in consultation with my patients is go, okay, so where do you want to be in six months' time or 12 months' time with your health? And we actually sit down as part of our initial consultation and we goal that one. It's one of those things. So do you want to be you know, 10 or 15 years older than what you are right now, which is what you're doing at the moment? Or do you want to be younger than what you are right now? Do you want to weigh less? Do you want to wear different clothes, et cetera, et cetera? So you know, these super successful multiple marketing companies that are making squillions of dollars actually ask the people who are working for them to go big and think about all the things that they want and just let it all rip, you know, just run with it, just be wild. You know, if you want to own your own Learjet, write Learjet. If you want to own your own, you know, BMW 7 Series, then write that down. But And you do the same thing with your health. That's what I think. I think, you know, go wildly, go wherever no one else has ever been before. That's the, or go boldly. And um, that's, that's the best thing to do. I think one of the things is that when you start, you know, writing down what you want to do, what you want to have. And, and when you start doing that, I think a lot of times what most people come on, and I know I, it comes through my head is, oh, I can't do that. Or you, you, get, you get these mental blocks, you know, that it goes, oh, I would love that, but there's always that but that comes in your head. And I think it's really important that we don't um, let that stop you from dreaming big. And uh, when you clarify those, you know, those top 100 goals or top 100 things that you want in life, I think it's really important to, to not let those butts stop you because this is a free-for-all. As I think of it as a child, think of it from a child like mine, you know, that, you know, all our kids, you know, when they're young, they just dream whatever. They, they don't have any restriction in terms of what they can have or what they want or what they can do. They just go and do and have no fear of doing it. And I think we have to kind of set ourselves in that mindset when you want to create a vision and purpose. Um, the second thing I think after that is to to look at how look at the successful people in the world. Every successful company and every successful um, 
a person that in the world that have you know achieved big big things have all had a great vision in their life and they and they just have this massive vision i remember reading a story about the um president of sony um the sony company and you know people ask you know what is your vision and he, and he had a vision for this the company for, for sony and and people asked him what is your 25 year vision or what's your 10 year vision and he said he actually had a 350 year plan for the company you know so the vision has to be bigger than yourself and goes beyond and so i mean i'm not asking people to come up with a vision for 350 years but for his company he had a vision bigger and and wider than in his lifetime so i think you've got to dream big and think big but in order to clarify your vision you actually have to find some values you have to kind of know what makes you tick as a person you know what do you care about what do you what excites you in your life what do you spend your time and what are you passionate about because those are the things that are going to drive you you know some people if you you know if me and my wife went to the shopping center we're going to start to see that we will dictate we'll go to different stores because we have different passions we have different things like my wife will probably really love to go towards the clothing store for my kids because you know kids and 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 um the, for kids, for her, is going to be very important, and fashion for her to making sure the kids look good, or having the right things for the you know toys or um, educational gains for them is very important for her. Um, so, and I would go into different things. I might end up in the Apple Store or something, but <laughs> for technology and things. But uh, you know, so those values in life might, yeah, might. Um, you might find me there. But th- those those type of values really sort of dictate your life and, and they have been guiding your life whether you know it or not. So when you start to clarify them and find them and really write them down, then you can actually really direct your life and direct your purpose. So once you find your values, so how do you find them? You just start writing them down. Write every value that you think you have and they could be, you know, it could be money, it could be family, it could be relationships, it could be, um, you know, uh, freedom, for example. And you just write all of them down and you just start ranking them from one to ten. And that's how you can clarify. This is the first step of actually clarifying that vision. Do you guys have anything to add to that? Well, I think that's... There you go. Sorry, Brian. Sorry, Dan. I was just going to talk about um, yeah, why that's so important is because um, you know once you've clarified that vision and clarified, you know, you've got that kind of emotional attachment to it that it really resonates with you and it really resonates with val- with your values. Then that's going to really impact on every single decision you make throughout the day. Um, and people often sort of say, well, you know, wh- why do I need to have this vision? Kind of what's the point of this vision? But what ends up happening is that as you go through your day, when you've got that vision in the back of your mind, when you've sort of constantly reminded yourself of this vision of where you want to be, it makes it a hell of a lot easier to make the right decisions that are going to help get you in the direction of that vision. You know, when opportunities present themselves for you to get closer to your vision, if you've got a really clear idea of where it is that you want to go, it's really easy to pick the opportunities that are helping you go in the right direction and perhaps push the opportunities aside that are not helping you get towards your vision and say, hey, that's a great opportunity. It might be a great opportunity for someone else, but it's not helping me get towards my vision. So it really helps you focus what you're doing on a day-to-day activity to help you really zero in on, on your goals and your visions to get what you want out of your life. And, and so that's why that's just so important. So really good points, Lawrence. Yeah, I agree. Um, I remember listening to John D. Martini once and he was saying that uh, you, know, you should rank the things that you do in your life. And so you work out what your top 10 values are, which in this case would be the top 10 um, I think things that you visions that you you want to aspire to or things you want to achieve, and he said the top five are the ones that you'll easily achieve. So the ones that you give the highest credence to, the highest priority to, are the ones that you're going to achieve the fastest. 
And so uh, you want to, you know, rank the ones that you would see and hold most closely to your heart, the thing that would uh, make you most excited if you achieved it. That's the one that you want to put as high as you possibly can on your rank of, of your top 10. He said the following five will be the ones that you'll eventually get, but your first five are the ones you're going to spend most of the time on. So, um, you know, if that helps you rank your top 10, um, that it should be the thing that actually gives you the biggest buzz and actually f- makes you feel so excited about achieving it that, that scores the highest rank. Mm. So I think values dictate sort of what those goals are. You know, we, we haven't even talked about goals yet, but the values is what sort of dictates it. Then the next thing you do, once you create your, your values that gives you some sort of direction, then you start to visualize um, those areas in your life and how what those visions are going to be. And then from that vision, like, so it could be say in terms of your health, what your vision for your health is. We talked about, you know, maybe it's in your career, um, you know, how much money you want to make in your finances, what type of relationship that you would like to have, what type of family would you like to have, you know, how many kids do you want, um, you know, and how, what kind of relationship you have with that, with your family, you know, it could be within your community, uh, what kind of social uh, life do you have, want to have within your community? Do you want to aspire to become someone who wants to help the community in a certain way? Um, you might want to look at your spiritual life too as well. You know, do you, how spiritually connected do you want to be uh, in, in, that, in that perspective? So in those seven, seven areas, you want to look at each one of those areas and figure out what your vision is going to be. Then from that big vision is when you can chunk them down to really see what your goals are going to, to reach that vision because we see the vision – that's our sort of like our, our the horizon that we're trying to reach for, but we got to set those paths or those stepping stones to reach that vision, and that's when your goals come into place. And um, I would like I usually typically don't like to. I used to be able to do goals that were ten years, twenty years, but. I find that nowadays the things are changing so fast. Technology is changing <laughs> and our lives are changing so fast that, totally. you know, 10 years is it's a long time. I mean, it's yeah. great to create that vision, but I find it tougher and tougher. I'm not sure about you guys. I just find it as the years go on, it's just harder to harder to look at for <laughs> those 50 years ahead um, where I'd, I find, you know, a, th- a five-year goal is, is definitely easier to make and, and definitely three years and one year and six months. And those are easier goals to achieve and put down. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't really have any goals, even five or ten years. I, I tend to have, you know, my vision is is the longer term vision. You know, the the big picture. Um, and you know, I've always been pretty good at having that really big picture. But in terms of actual goals, I tend to keep my goals pretty short. You know, most of my goals I'll have will be stuff I can do this week, stuff I can do this month, or stuff I can do this year. Because um, I think in terms of the goals, you've got to really chunk it down to. You know, the whole point of the goals is really, well, what's the next step I can do that's going to get me closer to that vision? So it's about figuring out, well, what, what's the next little bit I can do that's just going to get me one step closer to that? Um, and this is something I spoke about quite a bit in my book. And, and one of the analogies I talked about is um, the, the difference between the vision and the goal. Um, and I reckon if you use the analogy and think of it a bit like a rock climber. Right, so you've got the rock climber and his vision is to get to the top. Right, to get to the peak, to get to the summit, to have this amazing view and this amazing experience of getting up to the top. So then the goal is just the you know, day-to-day, the right now, where do I actually put my hand next? Where do I put my foot next? You know, what are the steps I need to make to get me closer to the summit? Mm. And you know with the rock climber, he doesn't always just go straight up. You know, sometimes it means you need to go a little bit sideways to get to where you want to go. Sometimes you even get to a point where you actually can't go any further. You have to go back a little bit and then sideways and up and around. Mm. So, you know, the the short-term vision is, you know, stepping sideways, looking for solutions, finding solutions to problems. In the short term, they're going to get you 
closer to that big vision, but it's just about you know, chunking it down to small enough bites that are really achievable so you can say, okay, well, what's the next little bit I need to do to just get me closer to that big vision? Does that make sense to you, Damien? Look, it certainly does, but I think that um, that I, I don't mean to disagree with you here, Brett, eh? And Please do. <laughs> but I think that what we're trying to say is that your vision would be, I want to be the best rock climber I can be, and that your goal at this point in time is to reach the pinnacle, and your tiny little goals are the steps that you take to achieve the next goal, which helps you to complete your vision. So I think your vision should be greater than the goals. Does that make sense? Yes, definitely. And maybe that's what you were saying, but I, I kind of thought that what you were saying might have been that the vision was to reach the top of the mountain and the goals were, in fact, to reach the next crevice. But uh, that, to me, sounds too small. I would like it to be bigger. So for me, um, my vision is to change the planet in terms of its intention for health and well-being. And the way in which I do that is through chiropractic and nutritional medicine um, with naturopathy. Um, and I'll use mediums such as television, radio, now podcasts. Uh, eventually, I'll write a book, consultations, one-on-one, changing people's breakfast cereals. So these are the things that I'm going to be doing as part of my visions and my goals then um, are the things that, you know, I want my breakfast cereal to be the one, the number one brand that people actually talk about when they're having breakfast. I want uh, people to talk about my practice as if it's the number one practice uh, to visit. Um, I want to make sure that my children and my family is the healthiest that they possibly can be. So these are all the goals that actually help me move towards my vision, which is, you know, ensuring that the universe is healthy and well. I like that. I like it a lot. I, I, I think uh, one of the things too, I, I hear this a lot and, and regards to vision and purpose. Some people say, oh, I don't want to write my goals because it's just disappointing or I don't want to have a vision because it's just going to disappoint me because I know I never can achieve it. And this is, I heard this quote from someone I, and I can't remember who exactly um, said this to me or where I heard it from, but they said that uh, your vision is like the horizon that you never really reach. Like it's something you all constantly strive for. And yeah. um, what, what we want to do is we want as long as we realize that and what they said though is that successful people like people the really successful people in the world are never the people who are comparing themselves each day to that vision like where they are now today and compare themselves to that vision because that just leads to disappointment because you're always comparing to something that is so great that you're just like today just was crap what successful people do they all have visions and it's important to have that vision but what they do is they compare themselves how they were yesterday and what that means is that they're comparing themselves whether or not they are moving forward. Are they climbing that extra rung or the next crevice towards that reaching that vision? Yes. And that's what successful people do. The mistake that most of us make is that we compare ourselves to the vision all the time. And that's yeah. where this format comes in. So never compare yourself to the vision. Have the vision, but compare yourself to yesterday whether or not you're moving forward towards achieving that vision. Yes. Yeah, I reckon that's a great point, Lawrence. And, you know, if we bring that back to the health and wellness stuff, I mean, how often do we see that in terms of people in our society and people in our practices where, you know, they might be looking at the swimwear model in the magazine, you know, and thinking, hey, you know, that's, I'd love to have that body, you know, or they're looking at, you know, the absolute pinnacle of sports performance and thinking, hey, that's where I'd love to be. Um, and they're constantly comparing themselves to these amazing images, Um and, and sort of berating themselves for not getting there or for not being there yet. Um, whereas what we need to do, as you said, is just 
chunk it down, you know, one little bit. And if we can be better today than we were yesterday, then, you know, we're constantly heading in the right direction. And that's what's really important because at the end of the day, we so often we're looking for quick fixes in terms of our health and in terms of our wellness. Um, And we need to start looking at a bigger picture where, you know, it might take me five years, 10 years, 20 years to get to that vision, to get to where I really want to be in terms of my health. But if I keep just slowly moving in the right direction, then over that time, I'm just going to make some enormous change. You know, I think I look back on my life and I know that in the last, you know, 10 or 12 years, I've changed my diet dramatically. Mm, you know, yeah. I, would, I would never have guessed 10 or 12 years ago that I would sort of eat the way I do now. Um, and it didn't happen overnight. You know, it's just gradual, continual change, but, but constantly having that vision in mind so you can just gradually build and move forwards. So I think your point, Lawrence, about looking <clears> at yesterday rather than constantly comparing to that vision is such an important one, particularly in terms of health stuff. Agreed. So let's look at, you know, you know, in the last 10 minutes, let's figure out how do we give people to create that vision or have a vision that will excite them every single day. So we got a couple of suggestions, um, but let's clarify a couple of things. I think we all, I'm not sure if any, everybody's heard this before, but there's three types of sort of, I guess, um, sensory, I don't know, how do you describe that? Um, three modes. Three modes, yeah. The three modes that we all kind of function, which is vis- um, the visual and the auditory and the kinesthetic, which means that some of us will lean towards more um, that stimulates our, our, I guess, our brain more visually. Some people will stimulate more the listening to certain things, and some of us usually get stimulated by sort of feeling things. They just more tactile that way. So if there, if there's those, those three modes, you want what you want to do is create things every single day, and I'm going to give you some suggestions in a second to at least hit one of those major modes in all of in, which is resides in all of us so i'm more of a kinesthetic person um what about you guys do you, do you know what you are oh, yeah look i'm really visual like I, I i tend to if i can see the end goal yeah. if i can actually see it I, I, that will help me feel it you know so i'm, I'm definitely more visual yeah, yeah i'm definitely more visual as well okay. i tend to do a lot of the visual stuff in terms of the goal setting and the visions boards and those sort of things as well so yeah i'm definitely on the visual side of things Okay, great. So once you got to figure out what mode you're in, then you want to build something for that. So if you're a visual, um, then typically you want to have something like a vision board. Okay, so anyone want to talk about vision? Do you guys have you guys ever done a vision board before? Yes, yeah, sure Did have. You? Yeah, <laughs> many sure loads have. of them. <laughs> how, do think, how do you think I got Amber? I just stalked her out and you know took photos of her. And you know, <laughs> did, did I just say that out loud? No, no, no. Seriously, I've used vision boards a lot, and uh, I love it. In fact, I've got a vision board behind me that I haven't added much to. But I noticed that Amber's got these beautiful diamond earrings on there, so it's pretty cool <laughs> that she's after. <laughs> it's pretty cool. But I think I better start adding a few more things to that one, and, so- and saving. Yeah, <laughs> so tell us some. Um, how do you guys create your vision board? Well, I, look, I, there was one point where I did a vision board where I painted it. You know, so I went out and bought yeah. some paints and I just sort of splashed stuff all over the place and no one else knew what it looked like except for me. It's kind of a bit of a Rembrandt, I thought. But it was just, you know, I I just painted my vision for, you know, and those bright colors and those splashes and it was just, you know, it was squiggles. And, you know, for me it was really, really good. And then I've used other vision boards where I've flicked through magazines to kind of see what sort of lifestyle that I'd like and, and so I've plonked that up there. But then I've used words as well. So I've cut out of magazines and put words up on the board and, and said, you know, 
Vision 4 or the other thing that I've done is actually um, got big yellow pieces of paper and then painted on there. Um, you know, my practice in New Zealand, I, I drew, a, I painted a world and then I put like discover naturopathy on there and I said discover naturopathy will be the epicenter for naturopathy in New Zealand and it was. And so I painted that, put that up back in the office and that's what our vision was. And so that became what we focused on. Yeah, and I've done it. I've done a few of the same sort of things. I mean, I, I started out doing them very much, you know, cutting them out of magazines. That was kind of the, the yeah. olden days. You know, you'd get the magazines and you'd find what you wanted and you'd cut it out. Um, nowadays, I find it easier just to do it on the computer. You know, you can just go into like Google Images or something yeah. and find these awesome images you want and actually just put together a vision board right there on your desktop. And in fact, I often save it onto my desktop so that every time I open up my computer, there's the vision board comes right up. Mm-hmm. Um, other ones I've done, I, uh, when I wanted to move my practice a couple of years ago, what I actually did um, was I sat down with my father-in-law who's an architect and we actually did a floor plan for my ideal practice because my, my first practice was tiny. It was like 40 square meters. It was minuscule. And so I said, well, this is the sort of practice I want to have. And we sat down we drew it up. We said, okay, there's going to be tables here. There's going to be this here. There's going to be you know, a little shop over here and a kid's area and all these sort of things. So we actually planned out the whole practice and just had that sitting up on the wall um, and that was a really cool one. Um, one of the other ones I'm doing at the moment is I actually have in my wallet, I have a check. Um, so I have a check, which is basically my first payment for my book. Um, and so that's been in my wallet for probably about, I don't know, 12, 18, 24 months now. So I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to cashing that one. <laughs> uh, that's good. Yeah. I think the vision boards is a great thing. And, and there's a couple more suggestions as well. Like I used to, um, I've actually created, uh, this is an extra step, I've actually done a, a vision movie. So, you know, I love creating movies. As you guys know. So what I did you was... always go one step further. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> a movie. So, feature length too. I feature length. No. It was, it's, I love, I love watching... One of my things is I love watching trailers. Um, mm-hmm. I guess you guys call it uh, shorts, right? And um, so... <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, it's two minutes long or so. And what you do is you... This hits all three kinesthetic... Uh, sorry, all three modes. And what you do is basically you go to Google Images and you find the, every every single image that you sort of want and you just plonk them into you know iMovie or Movie Maker if you have a PC and what you do is you put them through and in the sequence that you want them in and then you sometimes you can put words in there too as well or an affirmation you know an affirmation which would be auditory but you also what you once you've done that you put on a track or a set of music that you really love that inspires you you know mm-hmm. um, that's something that's just really motivating that really gets the heart pumping and, and get you motivated and you plot that in there and, and once you do it you make the movie and you play that every morning you know i used to wa- i used to wa- I watch that movie every day so that it goes through that mind and you feel like you see it you can feel it you can hear the music and it just gets you ready for the day so that's yeah. what a vision board is so don't just make the board right so, you know the third step here is don't just make the board once you make the board make sure you actually go and visit the board on a regular basis you know, yeah. spend 30 seconds or a minute or even like, you know, five minutes every day looking at that board because that's how you make things into reality. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you want to not just look at the board, but you want to make sure that you can really sort of feel it. You know, you want to feel the emotion that's attached to it. You want to, um, you know, you want to really experience, you know, what it would feel like, what it would be like to be that person on your vision board, to have to, you know, to be, to do those things that you've got on your vision board because it's really important that you really get that feeling because that's what's going to drive you uh, as you go forward. So it, it's really important to put the vision board somewhere where you're going to see it 
every single day. You know, it's no good just having it and then sliding it into the desk and then it just kind of gets lost. So that's why, you know, things like putting it on your desktop so it comes up every time you open your computer or, you know, putting it on your mirror so that every morning you see it when you wake up or putting it right next to your alarm clock so that every morning when you go to switch off your alarm clock, it's there and you read it. You know, Mm. it's got to be there somewhere so that every single day, at least once a day, you're going to use it, you're going to look at it, you're going to experience it um, because that's what's going to really ingrain it into your neurology so that you can, you know, action towards it going forwards. Mm. Affirmations. Um, I think affirmations is also a p- very powerful way to really shift the body as well. Affirmations yeah. are sort of sort of short, quick lines that you can repeat over and over again. And uh, I remember Tony Robbins listening to I think Personal Power <laughs> way back when, like 15 years ago. He talks bought, about you would have bought it off the television. Yeah, it would have actually. Um, you know, he talks about like repeating an affirmation over and over again while you you do a run or a workout. You know, and it's you know I think it was like I feel stronger every day or whatever he says. I can't remember exactly what the affirmation is. But you repeat this line and it really just – you feel it as well and that really starts to change the cells in your body. If you remember from a couple episodes ago when we talked about Bruce Lipton and we talked about you know changing your genes, influencing your genes, well, when you repeat things over and over again, guess what? Your genes are going to conspire to really help you um, really move towards that vision and purpose. Yeah. But, can I, there's, but there's something that people do with uh, affirmations that makes the affirmation or renders it ineffective. And this is something that you really need to get right. You can't say, I will be this, or I am working towards such and such, or I wish for such and such. An affirmation is the affirming of a statement that actually already is. And so it's the understanding that you've already got it and you just haven't found it yet. So the idea would be that I am strong or I am skinny, or I am healthy, or I am as successful as I ever thought I would be. And so you have to affirm a statement that actually is rather than will be that you're working towards. So that's an important distinction. If you say wish or hope or am working towards or whatever, that's not not affirming. You haven't achieved it. Yeah, great point. Absolutely. Great point. And it has to be in present tense as well. So it has to be I am not, I'm going to be or, you know, it can't be something that's going to happen in the future because if you keep saying that, then it's always going to happen in the future. It's yep. got to be I am, I have, I, am, you know, yeah, I do. I'm, and positive as well. It yes. can't be in a negative uh, well, statement. Yeah, unless you want to be negative about it, <laughs> <laughs> you know, which would almost defeat the purpose again. But, you know, you will always achieve what you affirm to yourself. Oh, I think that, that's a. That, I think I'm going to leave with that point. That was great. That was a pretty powerful statement. <laughs> well, that was a, another great episode, guys. Um, that, you know, go ahead and actually put all of these action steps and these suggestions in, into action, and create your vision, create your dream, and create your purpose, and uh, design your life. Remember, you don't want to be coasting through life. You want to design your life the way you want it to be. And, so, uh, and I'd love to hear from some people about how they do it as well. It can be great to get some feedback on how other people do their vision boards or, or how they, uh, how they you know, see their vision, how they draw it, how, whether they paint it, whatever they do. It would be great to get that feedback from people too. Yeah, and if you're keen to, actually tell us what your, some of your visions are, what are your purpose. And uh, that's another way of making sure they come true is when you sort of voice it out to the universe. The and public, yeah. Public, public, so, yeah. So uh, this, um, 
what we're going to do, you can do that. Obviously, leave those comments on thewellnessguys.com uh, below each of these podcasts, or you can leave the comments on iTunes. Make sure you do like us on Facebook, and uh, you can tell us there if you like. Follow us on Twitter, and make sure you also, you know, guys, sign up for some notice on each episode. We're going to be coming up with some stuff that we're going to be sending to you very shortly, so you know, there'll be some surprises coming along the way. And uh, I'll, like I said, download us, uh, download us on iTunes if you can. So until next week, begin creating some wellness and purpose in your life now. Lead by example, and let's change the world's health together. I'm Dr. Lawrence Tam. I'm Dr. Damien Christoph. And I'm Dr. Brett Hill. And we're the Wellness Guys.